Hey y'all, I just wanted to put in a quick trigger warning for depression and suicidal thoughts. Uh, my experiences with that at the beginning of the year, if you think that this might not be for you, um, please feel free to skip over the first 10 minutes um, of this episode. Um, we want y'all to continue your healing journey at your own pace. And if you feel like it's something that you're ready to hear, go ahead, feel free to listen. But, um, if not skip over the first 10 minutes, it's like nine minutes and 48 seconds, but just go 10 minutes, um, into the episode and you should be good. Um, and I mean, just so you know, that's kind of how I start out. Um, that's the very beginning of my testimony of the first three months of the year 2021. Um, so just so you still have some context going further into the episode. Enjoy. Love y'all. Well, it's Madison and this is my testimony for the 2021 year. That's really weird to say 2021 because I'm still kind of stuck in... Uh, or not so kind of stuck. I'm like stuck now in saying 2022. So to go back and say 2021, it's kind of funky. Um, so sorry that it's taken so long for us to get these things recorded. Um, I was out of state for a little while and then the month of January was just like really, really busy, I guess, with trying to start up school again, all of that. So, um, but I'm here now. Uh, and I've already pre-recorded a couple of episodes, so it's been pretty productive, and I'm proud of myself. So, um, without further ado, I'm just gonna jump right into, uh, the, my testimony of 2021, I guess, and what I've learned. So, 2021, y'all, was, I think, the most challenging year I've had yet, and I feel like I say that a lot, or, I mean, I guess I just, like, I feel like a lot of people say, like, oh, this year was the hardest one, or the best one ever, um, I'm not gonna lie, y'all, last year was really, really, really tough, and, um, as far as my mental health goes, it was the worst it had ever been, and, um, like, the deepest, uh, depression, I had ever gone to, um, just, just a lot, there's a lot to unpack here, um, I'm trying to think, I'm like, do I share everything, I will share, well, some of this is also going to connect to another episode I'm going to release, um, a little bit later, um, I think it, I don't know, it's gonna be along the lines of, like, God being a perfect father, but, Anyways, I just wanted to, let's see, okay, starting at the very beginning, as uh, Julie Andrews says, because it's a very good place to start, um, so, let's see, very beginning of 2021, um, I had been carrying some baggage from 20, from the end of 2020, um, and it honestly kind of had to do with my ex-stepdad, and so, like, all of, most of this, um, and then not to mention just, I mean, with the COVID lockdowns, like, there was just a lot happening, being isolated from family and, and all of that, um, and I was, like, I just started two new jobs, which I love to death, y'all, like, these are, the most amazing most incredible like opportunities I could have asked for um but as far as what was like happening 
I guess. Oh, no, wait. Hang on. I started... Rewind. I didn't start those jobs until August. What am I thinking? I'm skipping around. January of 2021. I probably should have written out like a timeline. Um, I didn't think about that. I'm just looking at, you know, I have notes, but I didn't think about a timeline. So January of 2021, end of 2020, um, it was kind of depressing just as far as like, I was still not in in in-person school. And if y'all know me personally, I am a social butterfly. I will talk to everyone. I will go up to random strangers, which if you're a stranger and I go up to you and I'm like, Hey, how you doing? How's your day going? What do you do for work? Like I promise I'm not psycho. I just like making conversations and talking to random people. Um, (laughs) I did that. Our church recently had an institute slash conference and we had like a 10 minute break and I just started talking to like people around me and I tapped on the lady in front of me and I was like, Hey, how are you? So where are you from? And she just seemed kind of like, uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm from the area. Like kind of like, what is this chick doing? Um, I promise again, I'm not weird. I just like talking to people and, uh, just, hearing people's stories, just making conversation. That's just me. But anyways, um, beginning of like January, it just, it hit all at once. So everything that was happening at home had really taken a toll. And I was just like, I need to get out of this house. Um, and it kind of, I, it also didn't help that my ex-stepdad, who lived, you know, in the house with us, of course, at the time, he was also home all the time with work. Um, that didn't help either because it just seemed like it was more of an opportunity for, um, myself or my sister to get like yelled at for whatever reason. And so again, it was just really, really not fun. And there were days and I kind of go into this into, um, with my other episode, which you guys will hear later, but, um, you'll often hear me in that episode refer back to this right here. So here's kind of like a bigger, broader backstory. Um, but there were days, like I remember one particular time in January where I, I was telling everyone like I was sick or I just wasn't feeling well. And I was in bed for three days. I didn't eat. I like was just sleeping all the time and I could not do anything. Like everything was a struggle. I couldn't, I I didn't want to roll over and plug in my phone. I was not eating. My mom had brought me up like Ritz crackers. Cause again, like I was just like telling everyone like, Oh, I'm not feeling well. Like I just said I was nauseous or whatever. Um, which I wasn't physically feeling sick, but it was just like, I was sleeping all the time. And so, um, I think in the matter of those three days, I maybe ate like half of a sleeve of Ritz crackers. Like I just, I wasn't hungry. I didn't want to drink water. Um, I did not move from my bed for three days and I went through, um, a really like deep season of depression when I was younger. Um, when my biological father left, Um, and I didn't realize that that was depression until I looked back at like some of my journaling. I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. Okay. Young, young Madison really needed help, but she, you know, refused to get any. Um, so 
I, I had been there before, but it hadn't gotten to this point yet. Um, and really it just like, everything seemed escalated. Like I just, I felt worthless. Um, and then the enemy really took advantage of that. (sighs) Um, (laughs) and I started to like have these flashes, um, of myself, like committing suicide, but I knew that it wasn't me. Like I knew that I myself did not want to take my own life, um, but I would walk into our garage and I would see, like, it was almost like an out-of-body experience. Like, I would see my body hanging from the ceiling, um, and this was, like, all through, like, January all through March. Like, these first three months, it was, like, insane, um, or I would walk into our bathroom and I would see my body in our bathtub and it just like it would happen anywhere I went um in our backyard in the bathrooms in our kitchen in my bedroom like literally anywhere I walked like I would just have these flashes and images popping into my brain and I knew and I told my mom I was like I do not want to take my own life but I know this is the enemy and it's really really not helping because I already told her like, I told her I'd gotten just to a point where I'm like, I, I don't like myself. I really do. Like, I hate myself. Um, I feel worthless. And it was just this this headspace that I could not seem to break out of for anything. And it was just, oh my gosh, y'all. <laughs> um, and so, um, actually, about, uh, like beginning of March after I had been having these flashes and images in my head for um couple of months uh I had a friend which I'm not going to disclose their name but I had a friend call me sobbing saying that they wanted to commit suicide and that they were really struggling and I just knew in that moment like God had let me um go through that so I knew exactly how to help that friend. So I knew exactly what they were feeling and everything. So that was a really cool moment. So in addition to, um, all of the mental health issues that I was struggling with, I was also really trying to get into therapy and whatnot. Um, and then it was also just, I don't know, it was a crazy year. I mean, graduation was coming up and I felt like, gosh, it just felt like everything was changing way too fast. Um, and I was really, really sad about it at first. Also, gosh, I'm trying to think. I'm like, how much do I go into detail about last year? Um, uh, (laughs) okay. I'll just say, um, I, I think last year was a big year of trust. Um, something that, I, I mean, my word for 2020, like the whole thing that God was teaching me was rest. Um, and I think last year it was trust and also healing. Um, cause there was a lot of healing that was going on, um, with like mental health, with trusting God with like, what is the next step? Like there was just so much happening. Um, But anyways, after, let's see, I think the summer, um, my mom and I had planned this vacation to Disneyland, um, 
as like a celebration, like a graduation thing. Um, and me and my mom have had this plan since I was really, really little. Cause the last time that we went to Disneyland, well, actually the last time that we went before was like 2013. Um, and it was with my aunts and uncle and cousins and everything. Um, but the time before that, it was with my biological dad and I was probably, I think I was like seven or something, but, um, my mom or no, sorry, my dad, he was just writing a bunch of rides that like he wanted to do. And I mean, me and my sister were having fun. I, I think I was like, again, I think I was literally like seven or eight. Maybe I was nine. I don't know. I think it was like when we first came to California or like right before. But anyways, um, no, it was right before. It was like 2011, 2012. Anyways, long story short, my mom was like, hey, when you girls graduate high school, I will take you like individually to Disneyland and we'll do that together. And my mom kept that and we went to Disneyland. And so... That was a really fun experience, literally, like, the next day, and I kind of go, or the day after we get back from that trip, and I go into more detail, um, into what happened in my other episode of just, like, really realizing, you know, God is a perfect and loving father, and he loves us so much, and he would never hurt us. Um, that episode, I don't know what I'm going to title it, because that's kind of the title that I have right now, but obviously that's too long. But anyways, um, I kind of go into detail into like what actually happened. But the day after I get back from that trip, um, I, my ex stepdad and I, we got in a huge fight and it was over something so stupid and minuscule. And it like was not really like something was just extremely blown out of proportion. And my mom knew almost everything with him was extremely blown out of proportion and it wasn't ever really, um, on me. Like there, there was just a lot because again, like he would just, he would flip out over the tiniest things like dishes not being done. And then it would blow up into this whole thing about how I'm rebellious and irresponsible and lazy and disrespectful, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so it was like the day after, and it got so bad. Like I was, I got so fed up. I was like, I'm done. Um, and I, I, you know, kind of got myself together and, and I just left. I was planning on heading out with some friends and meeting up with them, but that wasn't for like a couple hours later. I was done. I, I left the house. He was working. Um, I didn't tell him where I was going. I was just like, I'm done. I need to get away. And I started driving. Also, mind you, I'm 18 at the, like, I've been 18 for a while at at that point. Um, so it's like, I was just really going kind of wherever I wanted. I would just like, let my mom know. Um, plus she had my location, but I, I left and I just started driving around and I started driving out to pick up my friend, uh, for this like breakfast, like this girl's breakfast that we had been planning but again I didn't need to go get her for another like hour and a half two hours um but I just started driving around I called my mom crying I was so upset and I was like I'm sorry I know he's probably already like called you yelling and all upset and uh, and and she was just like I'm sorry it should not oh sorry 
<laughs> she's like, I'm sorry. It shouldn't have gotten to that point. Like he's, I, I talked him down a bit. Um, and I just told her, I was like, I just needed to get away. I'm just, I'm driving around just to like clear my head. And she, she understood that. So, um, I'm doing that. I'm just driving around and I really just came to a point where I was like, God, I can't do this anymore. Um, and that's when I had made up my mind, like I'm leaving, I'm moving out. This is, I I'm done. Um, and I had already discussed with a friend prior, um, like, Hey, um, I want to move out. Like we had already discussed where we were going, when we were going to do it. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to call her. Let's move it up. I want to be out of the house in the next like week. I was like, Let, I'm done. I, I, I want to do this now. Like I can't stay here anymore. And so I really just gotten to that point where I was like, God, if you don't do anything, if, if you don't intervene, um, if you don't either change him or just like, I, I, I can't do it anymore. And I talked to several friends. I talked to my aunt and cousins and I was just like, you guys, like, I, I don't want to run from my issues, but at the same time, they're like, no, like you need to get out for your mental health. You need to get out. And so that's exactly what I was doing. Um, that was on a Monday. On Wednesday, um, my ex-stepdad, he comes home and he just, I thought he was sick because he had come home early. He starts like doing laundry and stuff. And I was like, Hey, like, are you okay? Like, why are you home so early? Um, cause he had come home at like one in the afternoon and I was like, um, okay. And again, I kind of go into like more detail. Um, and he was just like, I'm leaving. And I was like, what? And I was just like in shock, but kind of like relieved that it's like, this is God. Like he's answering my prayer. I, it wasn't how I thought he was going to do it. Um, I genuinely thought that, you know, he would change, but God had other plans in mind. And I think he knew that that was the best scenario. Um, because we had, we had tried everything. I was telling my mom, I'm like, I think we should all go to family counseling. So that way we can have a mediator. Um, and so that way we can, we can try to work this out. Um, but my ex stepdad refused. He said he wasn't the one with the problem and y'all with, with anyone, if you don't think that you have issues, you're wrong. I guarantee you do. You need to have a heart check and you need to get yourself sorted out. Um, cause I guarantee we all have things to work on. We all have places to grow. If you go, I don't need help. Uh, I don't need to grow. I'm fine the way I am that no, <laughs> like we always have room to grow and it doesn't have to be anything major. Like, you know what? I need to stop cussing out my neighbor whenever they, like leave their leaves from their tree on my side of the lawn. Like it doesn't have to be anything like that. It's just like, Hey, you know what? I want to get better at getting up early and reading my Bible and spending time with God. I want to get better at, uh, I don't know, controlling my temper when I'm driving. Like the, the little, it could be the littlest things. It could be big things. We should always be looking for opportunities to grow. Cause if you're not growing, like if a tree isn't growing, it's, it's dying. If a tree isn't constantly growing new, um, like microorganisms and, uh, like new leaves and everything, like it's, it's gotta die. If you stop growing, you're, you're dying. Um, if you don't think you need to grow anymore, you're wrong. <laughs> 
Um, I don't know where that came from, but anyways. And so that was just like an, an answered prayer. It was like, okay. Um, and from then on, it was just rebuilding. It was renewing. It was starting afresh. And I have, uh, kind of more to this testimony as far as like my spiritual life goes. Um, but again, I go into way more detail in that in, um, my next episode. Um, but it it was just a beautiful moment of like, okay, we get to start fresh. We get to start new and we get to start rebuilding and taking back our lives. Um, and one other thing I will say, I started noticing things about me personally and it wasn't even pointed out to me until like a week or two ago that I had become, I, I had really taken on a new personality out of trauma response. Um, instead of, I, I was always Enneagrammed as a seven. If you don't know the Enneagram, it's like a personality thing that's just meant to help you uh, grow and look at yourself and go, okay. And it doesn't mean like, it's not like Zodiac's like, oh, because you were born in this month, you're, this is your personality. Like that's, it's not that it's like you take, I think it was like a hundred questions for me of a quiz. Like if you were put in this situation, you would react like this or like this. And then you like scale it out. Um, but anyways, it's really, really cool. Um, if y'all want to take those, we can put some different like ones that, um, we trust like on our Instagram or whatever. We'll have that in a highlight section. But anyways, um, the seven is like the outgoing one, the life of the party spontaneous, uh, which can also be negative. Cause I'm just like, I can be at the drop of a hat, like let's pack up everything and go on a cross country road trip tomorrow. Um, which sometimes I do get those urges. I'm like, I'll text one of my friends like, Hey, do you want to go drive like three hours away for a day trip tomorrow? And they're like, um, I can't, I have work. And I'm like, dang it. Um, (laughs) so that's kind of the seven, but I had realized again, this wasn't until like a couple of weeks ago. This was just pointed out to me that, Um, I started identifying as an Enneagram nine, which is the peacemaker, but an unhealthy nine is like scared of conflict. They back out of everything. They back down. They don't want to rise to challenges. They don't want to, if there's conflict or confrontation in any way, they just like, they're like, nope, sorry. And that is kind of who I had become out of a trauma response. And I had just become like someone who was willing to speak up for what was right Um, and I, I mean, middle school Madison would just like argue her point until she was blue in the face. Um, but as I grew, I kind of knew like, okay, there's certain times to speak. There's certain times that, you know, you just, you don't say anything. Um, and, and I kind of had to learn that, but as I had grown a little more, I had become someone who like, if anyone disagreed with anything I was saying, I would quickly withdraw my statement. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. I offended you. I made you upset. You hate me. Um, and just like, I'm sorry. Never mind. Forget what I said, like completely take it back. And so that is like the identity that I had taken on again, out of a trauma response. Um, because that is so used to what I was doing in my own home. Even if it was, I really liked, or I, I hated that movie. Um, I was not allowed to say, I actually liked that movie. Um, 
because it was deemed disrespectful. And so immediately, like any, I could say like, I like blue and someone could say, I hate blue. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. That's uh, blue is stupid color. Like, and it sounds silly, but that's just like, that's what I had taught myself to do. So I didn't, because I didn't want to offend anyone. I didn't want to be disrespectful, but I had to learn having an opinion that differs from someone else isn't disrespectful. It depends on how you deliver that opinion. If you're like, well, you're stupid because you think blue is a cool color. Um, Obviously, that's disrespectful. Don't do that, please. But um, if you're just like, oh, well, that's cool that you like blue. I like green. That in itself is not disrespectful. God has created us to be different people. We're not supposed to, like, we're supposed to have one mind um, and one heart beating for Christ, but it's not supposed to, like, we're not zombies, you know? We don't all think the exact same thing. Like, I can like broccoli and you can hate broccoli. That doesn't mean that we dislike each other or that we don't respect each other because I like broccoli and you don't. It just means we're different. Like, God has created us with, like, so unique, you know? Um, one snowflake isn't disrespecting another because one snowflake looks different from another. One flower, you know, the California golden poppy isn't disrespecting the, uh, Alstromeria flower because the California golden poppy is yellow and has different looking petals and the Alstromeria, you know, flower is also different, you know? Um, and so like that is how God has created us. We've been created to be unique and it's beautiful and we shouldn't be afraid to show those different sides of us and our different personalities and our likes and our dislikes. Um, Your likes and dislikes shouldn't in itself offend someone else. Um, If you do get like mean about it, like, oh, well, you don't like broccoli. Well, you're stupid. Like, obviously, you know, you're not going to say that. But yeah, anyways, so that's kind of... Uh, a quick recap of my 2021. And again, I go into more detail, um, which is why I, if, if it felt like I was kind of skipping parts of, you know, things, um, I go into more detail in my next episode, but anyways, that is kind of that. And really quickly in this, and as I wrap up, I just wanted to kind of talk about like, what is the toxicity of new year, new me? Now, our pastor says something that really stuck out to me and I guess kind of put towards what I never could. Um, He's like, how you end this year of 2021 is how you're going to go into 2022. If you're going into 2020, or if you have gone in, sorry, words, brain, rewind, pause, begin again. Okay. If you are ending uh, 2021 with unforgiveness and hurt and offenses in your heart, that is how you're going to go into 2022. Like just because it's 2022 and it's a new year, it doesn't mean that those offenses and those unforgivenesses, uh, unforgive the, wow, that unforgiveness and those offenses and those grudges, it doesn't mean that they automatically go away. You still have to deal with that stuff. And I think because there's this like idea of it's a new year, therefore it's a new me. No, it's a new year. It's the same you until you change yourself. Just because like if I have a white house, but I want to paint it uh, green and I go, oh, it's a new year, therefore it's a new house. No, I have to actually paint the house for it to be a new house. Um, 
or if I want to like I don't know make a new uh, like rearrange my room like it's not automatically new year new room here we go no I have to put in the effort to clean out all the stuff from my room that I don't want that I don't need that is harmful to me or whatever I have to clean and gut that all out. I have to go get new things. uh, And then I have to like start from the beginning and start decorating and start moving things around and moving furniture and uh, like just, you know, I have to put in that effort. So I think there is definitely this like toxic stigmatism around new year, new me, because automatically I think people go in to the new year um, expecting it's going to be a new them, but they're still going in with this hurt. They're still going in this, in with this unresolved trauma. They're still going in with these addictions. They're still going in, uh, with these grudges and with this unforgiveness in their heart, with this resentment, um, and with this hurt that they're carrying. And they're thinking like, well, what happened? I thought it was a new year, new me. It's like, no, it's not new year, new you. Uh, it's not new you until you change you your heart doesn't like your soul has layers and it doesn't automatically get healed you have to go through piece by piece and layer by layer and start healing and and loosing those things from your soul um and start binding god's like whatever is opposite of those things like what is the opposite of hatred love what's the opposite of anxiety peace like so start loosing those things from your soul start start rebuking them, start rejecting them and getting them out of you and then start taking God's peace or love or whatever it is in placement of that. That is how you go in as a new person and it's a process. Um, so anyways, that was a lot to unpack and I don't want this to go on too much longer. So anyways, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing rest of your week. Uh, it is now February, which is crazy. I'm like, we are one month down into 2022, which is like mind blowing. Um, I hope you guys are having a good semester and be loved, walk in peace and with love and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Bye.